Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Chat Podcast with me, Rob Davis, Abby Tysurst. Hello. And Tom Canning. Hello, Rob. Hello. As per usual, we'll be bringing you all the chat from all the uh, games and talking points around Berkshire football from the past week and looking ahead to the upcoming weekend's fixtures and all the big games to come. But first, guys, how have you been over the past week? What has changed for you guys? Oh, God, that's a massive question. Um... <laughs> it's more like that uh, different podcast, Rob, that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. just, you know. Preamble's on the running order every, uh, every week. <laughs> you don't normally go that deep, though. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's new with you? What's new with you? Let's keep it that that level, though. Well, I'd, I've been busy tucking into my big, big Reading City halftime tray bake of Ooh, yeah. Chinese grub. Oh, massive. I, it, was so, it was so big, I brought one home with me to finish off. Um, oh, just rid- absolutely ridiculous amounts of food. Um, considering that Lawsy could barely cook a sausage when he started doing all the food there. It, um, it's quite something. And the fact that they've, they've got on talk sport and it's gone a little bit viral since then. Um, yeah. It's been nuts. I, I was thinking, I was trying to think of, like, is there better food around? I can't think of any. I mean, Hungerford do all right. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, we'll make a claim for the mole burger, won't they? They're, they're, yeah. Well, I mean, Hung, Hungerford's burger is, is supposedly the best in the Vanarama National League, but is it better than a massive tray of um, sort of fusion? I want to say fusion Chinese food because I don't really count chips as specifically yeah, that, Chinese. There's, there's not much Chinese about no, that, is there? No. Let's be honest. Like, it's got a bit of, bit of korma sauce, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Or whatever it is, but yeah, it's like chicken nuggets and chips, really, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, indeed, indeed. But yeah, it's been it's been great. They've they've sent over some. Um, obviously, since it all blew up, they've sent us some, some samples my way. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been digging in. Lovely. Oh yeah, any you, one you want to forward on to us, that would be uh, much appreciated. Well, well I, I don't know if it will get out the uh, get get past the uh, past the guards. <laughs> my own face. Oh dear. <laughs> Abby, you've been up to much yourself? Um, I saw two football matches on the weekend. Whoa. I had a wander down to the dream setup that is the Morgan Wreck. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> and as I saw, got the got the away team wrong. Did I? <laughs> yeah, did you not see the reply? No. <laughs> oh, you said it was White Eagle and apparently it was Finch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame Chris from Harchester Hawks for that. Fair enough. I don't know. That's what um, he said. Okay. Unless he's on a wind-up as well. Maybe, probably. He he normally is. Okay. <laughs> um, and I continued my... I just need to stop going to local football because... <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't lose, but they also didn't win. It was a nil-nil draw. So I'm quite glad that I just walked up the road, really, to go and see it because, that yeah, they, they, they should have won as well. There were some very nice chances for them. I don't know how they kept... Like, that ball was kept out, but, yeah. It was it was it was a decent game. It wasn't actually that, that bad a game. But yeah, they just nobody could seem to score for some reason. Um and then I went to Eversley versus New Milton on Sunday. And yeah. I mean the, the curse continued there as well. They, <laughs> oh, they lost they lost 4-0 to New Milton. New oh, Milton dear. were a really good team though. Um just making kind of light work of the chances where Eversley left gaps. So um also um Ascot United's striker uh dom carrington i think it is she's on loan there at the moment because she goes to uni down there so she's kind of done a little switch and she's on loan down there and she yeah she scored two goals i actually missed one of their goals because i did did a tom and was late um (laughs) so yeah she scored a really nice goal um and set another one up as well so yeah a good weekend of football despite the scores yeah so the two teams you went to see couldn't contrived to win between them but one of the teams you support that did win was Reading Women 
And yeah. they're sort of, well, I, I kind of put in the running order, they're putting a bit of a run together. I'm not sure what when the results constitute a run, but two wins on the bounce, even though they were separated by a month and there was a cup defeat in the middle of those. Uh, two league wins on the bounce uh, at a game you said they had to win, Abby. Yeah, at this point, we're definitely counting that as a run. Like, <laughs> Reading need to count that as a run. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a re- uh, convincing performance, I think, against Birmingham. Um, some nice goals as well. So, one from Tasha Dowie. Um, I think she's finding her form, finally. Because I was kind of a little bit... Um, Fearful that she, she she's a prolific goal scorer. She, she's come from Inter Milan and she had, um, I think, well, double figures. And yeah, she seems to finally found her place in the team. And so I'm just hoping that this is like, she's going to keep going with it. Um, also two goals from Dan Rose. I just will continue to sing her praises because she's great. And I said to somebody else this week as well that, She's moved slightly centrally, so she's looking much better there as well. And she scored her first headed goal ever as well, which is which is great go. to see. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Hopefully, as you say, it's a run now. We've got West Ham next. They should mm. also be a team. I'm not going to say that we should defeat because actually I went and saw Reading and West Ham at the end of the season last year and they thumped us 5-0. It was three goals up in the first 10 minutes. So, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> um, so... They're not to be underestimated. We shall see. So, but yes, that should be a good game as well. Certainly one you've got a chance against. Yeah, definitely. And did I see you at Bright? Oh, no, I was looking at the Leicester results. I was about to say you got Brighton next. <laughs> that's, the, that's Leicester who I was looking at. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, a couple of uh, um, sort of, not with, like you say, not winnable, but competitive games uh, coming up. So yeah, you could, exactly. the run could continue. Definitely. Good. Good. Well, uh, one club whose run hasn't continued uh, is Maidenhead United. Big gear change there from the uh, WSL to the uh, Men's FA Cup. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) I seem to bridge that gap a little bit with the uh, uh, interlude there. But uh, yeah, Maidenhead in an 11-goal thriller uh, in their FA Cup game against Halifax, away at Halifax, eventually going out 7-4. Wow. Do you, did you uh, see any of the highlights of this on the BBC, either of you? No, but <laughs> I, I, ooh, I don't know. It made me feel a bit. Um, yeah, we had a, uh, I was following the Twitter update. That's why I think, like, I think when it was five four or something like that, I was like, "What is happening at Maidenhead this evening on the group chat?" But yeah. other than that, I haven't actually seen the highlights. Yeah, there's a lot going uh, on there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of Maidenhead this season. They've sort of had a couple of good results early on and had some reasonable results recently, but they've had a big run of poor form in the middle and that were, that certainly shipping seven goals, regardless of the circumstances um, uh, or the competition, should be a concern, I think, especially for a side that kind of has built its reputation in this division on uh, being reasonably solid and hard to, hard to break down. Um, Worrying signs for Magnet, or is it too early to be sort of uh, thinking about that sort of thing? I, I, I think that um, I think it's always going to be worrying if you win two games and then lose the next eight, no matter what yeah. competition you're in. That that's got to be of huge concern. That, you know, they seem. I mean, in, in positive, they seem capable of scoring goals, but yeah. um, it's it's perhaps at the other end, but. I, I'm not so obviously I've not seen Maidenhead this season, but it does. It, I th- I think it, I think it is worrying, and they're right to be worried. Um, mm. I wonder though if there aren't at least three much worse teams in the division, which might do them a favour this time around. Yeah, certainly having one team start on minus twelve yeah. or whatever it was is probably yeah uh, beneficial for them. And uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame because over the last few seasons they seem to be sort of. You know, it's uh, not free from the relegation dogfight, but maybe more mid-tabley than uh, than anything else. And sort of, you know, the end of last season they fell away a little bit, but they were still not that far from the playoffs. And they seem to be kind of establishing themselves in the division. And this season it seems to have just maybe taken a step back a little bit. So far, I mean, yeah. we could be talking in three months' time about them having, you know, I was just I was just looking a big at the, run or whatever. Um... 
just looking at the end of the last full season, yeah, uh, which was 2019 20, yeah, and um, Chesterfield finished 20th, um, and they finished on 44 points. Um, Maidenhead currently are on. Sorry, that's uh, and that's the that's the wrong season. Yeah, um, but yeah, they finished, they finished, on, finished on forty-four points. Maidenhead are on fourteen. You know, in in some ways, there is an awful long way to go. Yeah, just looking yeah. at the number of games played, they played seven. Uh, sorry, that's home. That's their home form. They've played mm-hmm. thirteen games. Um, there is a long, long, long way to go yet. Um, yeah. But they do, you know, for, forty-four. Probably forty-five, something like that. That's got to be the the target they're looking for. As I say, I suspect, and it certainly looks like there are a few worse teams in there than uh, than you know. And not that not that anybody is adrift as such, but Maidenhead are are seven points ahead, or uh, sorry, uh, six points ahead of um, the Kings Lynn in twenty-first, Aldershot in twenty-second. So. You know, as I say, there's a long, long way to go yet, and I wouldn't necessarily be worried. But if runs continue to be of the kind of two wins, eight defeats, that's not. That's turned some of the, we need, need some of those defeats need to be turned into draws at the very least. Yeah, then you stop picking up points, mm. and uh, yeah, otherwise a long winter might uh, continue. Yes. Well. Um, other National League sides that are actually starting to pick up points, having maybe been a little bit indifferent a couple of months ago, both Hungerford and Slough Town. Uh, Hungerford, in particular, uh, went into uh, last night's fixture on a run of uh, five results of the bounce. I believe it was uh, four wins and a draw. And uh, playing Hemel Hempstead, who if they had beaten... They'd, uh, Hungerford would have gone second. Unfortunately, they came away, uh, away with a one-nil defeat. Which, reading the Hungerford report of the game, seemed to be a result that came against the run of play. But obviously, that was you know reading the home fans' version of events. So <laughs> you know, we all know how partisan uh, match reports can be. But uh, yeah, they, uh, with with the exception of last night's result, they seem to be. Um, turning their season I don't want to say turning them around because it wasn't uh, uh, they weren't going particularly badly but sort of really putting a lot of pressure on them uh, maybe getting in amongst the big clubs at the top of that division yeah indeed and, and I've, I've, I've the last couple of uh, last couple of weekends I've been up to um, I've been driving up to Calcutt at what was Saver Centre for uh, and, and it's been it's been it's becoming part of my Saturday is to see the Hungerford team waiting at the bus stop uh, and just and shouting over to to Keith Pennicott Bowen, um, who I who I know from his time at Bracknell, and just uh, just you know it's been it's been a lovely thing. So, but I'm really pleased to see them them do, doing so well. And and obviously um, they've 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 got some they've got some personalities in there. Not least um, not least Ryan Seager, but also Keith Emerson, who who yes. I'm, I'm following with great interest at the moment. Um, I I wouldn't if I was an attacker coming up against him, I, I just. I wouldn't fancy that, but that's why that's probably why I'm not a national league footballer, other than them not having the ability to also be one before anybody pipes up. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, as well as uh, Hungerford, Slough getting another result, uh, a win away at Maidstone United, a uh, pretty strong result now. They're pushing into uh, mid table again, another side that is on uh, a run of results that um, has really sort of lifted their season. They were in danger of becoming quite heavily embroiled in the relegation battle, but uh, I think it's now four results on the bounce and they're, uh, they're um, sitting in uh, mid table again. I, I, I did um, a couple, I think it was last week and I'm sure this has absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, it's great to see them. They've got a little bit of a run of form, but uh, it does. I, I would suggest that the fact that only one team is going down does ease the pressure a little bit and perhaps, yeah. Maybe you know their run started before that, but it was it was great, and it's good to see Scott Davis getting um, yes, getting getting the the plaudits again, um, because he's he's uh, he's he's some player. Yeah, he was in the uh, Valorama National Team of the Week, uh, National yes. South Team of the Week, and uh, alongside Ryan Seeger and uh, em, well, who was it? Em, uh, Keith Emerson. Keith Emerson of uh, I forgot his first name. Thanks, Abby. Uh, Keith Emerson of uh, Hungerford. There. Well, it was good of good of Hungerford to, to allow some other players in because they've rather dominated that um, <laughs> that team of the week over the last over the last few weeks. So it's just good of uh, good of them to allow. Uh... Yeah, uh, another Berkshire native in. Yeah. <laughs> 
Very good indeed. Well, um, from other sides, uh, sides that are putting a run of form together, we could go straight to the Isthmian League because uh, we have a Berkshire side at the top of the table. Um, I think they were they were there last weekend, but they have confirmed their uh, place at the top of the table with a another win. Bracknell beat Basingstoke, another one of the promotion contenders, at home with a last-minute goal, uh, 2-1 the final score. Um, yes, uh, Bracknell win again against another one of their promotion rivals. Uh, either of you catch uh, any of the highlights of this or catch any of the uh, feedback? No, well, Dan Bale is coming in again <laughs> with another goal, their top goal scorer at the moment, um, uh, scoring in the 90th minute um, to to uh, take the victory and keep Bracknell top of the league. Uh, Bracknell's season now looks like it's really taking off and they have a run of fixtures coming up where it's more against teams in the bottom half of the table as opposed to the fact that they've already played most of the promotion contenders. Uh where do we see him going from here? I think the only thing you can discount there is Guernsey. who have only played five games based yes. on um, based on a few bits and pieces. Yes. But yeah, they 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 they. I would imagine they'll be looking to uh, to start to rack up some some goals now. Um, Dan Bayless being top scorer, I would imagine, will be infuriating the likes of Dave Tarpey and uh, and some of the other strikers yeah. they've got there. Uh, so they'll want to they'll want to rectify that. I'm sure. Um, I, I think you know it's. I think like we've said all along, I think it's going to be an incredible tight, incredible tight end to the season um, and I would expect Basingstoke to to continue to to, to push um, Marlow to push and, and some of the other teams you know there's there's plenty in there. Um, there there are plenty of clubs in there that are going to be looking for for promotion yes uh, um, one of the clubs who may well be looking for promotion as well um, perhaps slightly surprisingly is Binfield who are now currently in third place uh, did we uh, uh, catch any of the uh, of their game at the weekend <laughs> now I must admit most of the results from the weekend passed me by um, I we had a sick child so <laughs> unfortunately oh. I'm not sure how useful I will be I can tell you lots of other things but but not much about um... <laughs> well Bidfield managed to uh, get a 3-2 win away at Sutton Common Rovers another goal for Callum Bunting uh, 10 in his last 10 now yeah, he's um, kicked on, hasn't he? He's really yeah, um, competitions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they, they've they've got Kensley Maloney. They've 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 got him in. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if he's on dual registration or not. Um, but they've they've got him in. He gives them legs in in yes. the middle. Um, he also scored at the weekend. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and you know, again, Sutton Common Rovers are one of those teams I kind of expected to be pushing pushing on, but they 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 are mired on ten points. So, um, whereas Binfield are on 22. And I don't think anybody should be surprised at how well Binfield are doing. Um, I think that we perhaps didn't expect it necessarily um, being their first season. But yeah, um, you know, go on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously coming up, uh, you never know how teams are going to adapt to the level above. And as we've mentioned time and time again, there are a lot of good teams towards the top end of this table. So, uh, I don't know, we kind of, I think uh, in our predictions at the beginning of the season, we were kind of saying perhaps mid-table for Binfield, and that would be a, a decent first showing in the division. But so far, they've, mm. uh, they're they really pushing on. They've uh, Admittedly, they've, there's some teams around them that have uh, played fewer games, but I mean, they've got the points to the board. You know, two points a game, uh, 11 games in, is very, uh, very creditable. And, you know, looks like they could really be a force in this division. And what are the contenders for the... Uh, playoff places at least yes I, I wouldn't yes I wouldn't be surprised yeah absolutely and you mentioned Guernsey there so just to round out the um, Berkshire teams Thatcham became the first Berkshire side uh, this season anyway to make the away trip uh, to Guernsey for their uh, fixture out on uh, in the Channel Islands there uh, yeah, uh, over uh, when you have to take a plane to get uh, go to a domestic game at step four, it's uh, it, it, it's probably quite an event. Um, did you follow any of the fans going over there? There were a few on Twitter that uh, uh, sort of uh, made a little bit of a uh, I don't know an event of it and uh, went over to uh, uh, celebrate uh, uh, Thatcham uh, playing over there. It reminds me a lot of when we used to go to the New Newport Isle of Wight. 
And oh that, yes, that was um, that was that was brilliant. So, and you do it, you'd have to do it on a Tuesday night at times as well. Yeah, um, I can only imagine it's it's exactly the same as as that, and it's it's your your overseas fixture, which was uh, which was always great fun. Well, Thatcham got a two-all draw over there, um, and I believe they were uh, oh, they might have come back from uh, behind in that one. And um, uh, as we've mentioned, Guernsey would just point out that uh, coming up uh, not. Uh, next midweek, uh, Bracknell actually have to travel over there on a Wednesday night, which is uh, a bit of a tricky one. I mean, that's what happens, I guess, when you go on uh, FA Trophy runs and uh, games get rescheduled, but not ideal for the yeah. Robins there. I don't think it needs to be just remembered that Guernsey season started late because of COVID and people being yeah. allowed into um, into onto the island. So I was going to say into the country, I mean onto the island. Yeah, yeah so they are a, a Good side that probably hasn't yeah haven't played as many games that probably yet to see exactly where they they will be in the table because uh, they've only played five games so far so we don't know if they're going to be you know a force or 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 what what have you but yeah but yeah they're uh, they're one to keep an eye on certainly and Bracknell going there would be a good acid test for them and for Bracknell um, right uh, that's covered the Ismian Abby. Why don't you pick out some of the um, the top women's uh, results from the weekend just gone for us? Who who impressed you? Yeah, of course. So obviously we have to highlight again that Reading game just because a three 0 <laughs> win is the dream. <laughs> um, is it? Am I right in thinking Reading only win three 0 or lose? Apparently so. <laughs> yeah, win three yeah, 0 or lose. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm not looking forward to our first draw of the season because. <laughs> Then we'll just be nicknamed the draw specialists once again, and I can't deal with that nickname. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so we should give some plaudits just generally to the Thames Valley Division Three South and the Development Division, because between the two of them, the Berkshire sides there scored fifty goals at the weekend. Wow. Um, and 31 of those came in the development with only three of our Berkshire sides scoring those. So that's a (laughs) impressive effort there. Um, and also 29 goals from our Berkshire sides in division three setup. So yeah, really great, great effort there. Um, Mortimer with their second win of the season as well, which is good effort because they have been struggling having been doubly promoted from division three south to one <laughs> uh so yeah good to see them on uh a run of four my we could United are struggling in terms of league success this season. They're smashing the cups out of the park and not doing quite so well in the league. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, they lost 4-1, I think it was. Um, I can't remember who they're playing now as well either. <laughs> Good effort there, Abby. Um, <laughs> but equally, their other kind of fellow Caversham side AFC in Division 3 South are having a really fantastic run this season. I think I've said before they really struggled last season. They, in fact, they didn't register a single win. Um, but they're yeah, storming it. 24 goals scored this season already. They've signed some new players, which is making a real difference for them. And I think they won 6-3 at the weekend. So, yeah, a really great, great run for them. And they're doing really well this season, which is nice to see. I, I, I say it all the time as well. Division 3 South, I think, is our most competitive division across um, the, the pyramid in general, actually. Um, who else is having a good one? So, um, Burfield as well. They're having this a debut season. They are also bossing it. Ten uh, nil over Easington Sport at the weekend, but they were picked to the post with the best result by fellow Division side Thatcham, who won fourteen um, one. Mm-hmm. Hence, why that goal kind of um, scores so high um, in the in the division. Yeah. Um, and actually, Berkshire sides, generally speaking, are dominating the development division. So Thatcham are in first, Shinfield are in second, and then Burfield are in fourth, I think. Raysbury need to, I don't know, level it up a little bit. They're a little bit far, too far down the table right now. But yeah, they're also having a, an all right season as well. So yeah, uh, a good weekend generally. I think a lot of victories across the a table for, um, well, the, the pyramid rather for our, our women's side. So, yeah, a, a good good weekend all round, really, for the women's, well, women's football in the, in the county. Certainly sounds like you had a lot of goals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll have to work out the exact kind of total because it must be mad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
before we push on from uh, last weekend, uh, we probably should uh, touch on and round up the uh, combined counties results for our, our men's side. Um, um, I actually went to one of the games. I saw Hollyport versus Southall again. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is a bit yeah disappointing, really, because uh, there was. Um, it, Southall in, uh, went into the game in second, Hollyport uh, at the bottom of the table, and uh, it took Southall a 95th minute penalty to get past Hollyport. Uh, and I was at the other end of the pitch, so I couldn't even really tell what the penalty was for. I didn't know it was given until the striker put the ball down on the spot, which was uh, pretty, uh, yeah, really, um, I don't know, uh, I was sat with the Hollyport uh, uh, chairman and uh, secretary and a few other club officials, and uh, yeah, I think could t- sort of tell the uh, the everything just drop as as that yeah. penalty uh, the ball was put down for the penalty and eventually scored. I mean, uh, Southall had been on top, it was fair to say, but Hollyport had um, after going a goal down had, had uh, come back and equalised and forced their way back into the game, and they did have a period of about 10-15 minutes in the second half where they really put Southall under a lot of pressure, and so you know. Like I say, it was a bit of backs against the wall defending, especially towards the end. But, uh, it, you know, if they'd held on for a point, I don't think anyone would have begrudged them that. I think it was a, uh, yeah, they were certainly uh, putting the effort forward for that. And they have a, a great selection of uh, uh, merchandise there, as I uh, 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 tweeted out. So go and check out our Twitter feeds if you want to see some of that. And I have Terrific you, merch, yeah. I've got you a hat there, Tom. That, I'm uh, looking yeah. forward to it. I, yeah, I, absolutely. I'm incredibly excited to get my Hollyport hat. Um, they do play in great colours, don't they? Oh, it's, yeah. Do you think they're the best? Best set of colours in the in Berkshire, or uh... it, they're the, they're the most design friendly. I think they're they're very um, like like I don't know if you play in yellow uh, or, or or you know red. Some of the they're not necessarily entirely helpful design because they can be a bit they can be a bit stark, but but yeah, they they play in dark sort of in a in a well, it's not purple, is it? What is it? It's a it's it burgundy in it, burgundy, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and the dark green and. Yeah, it just looks it looks really smart. Yeah, uh, I had a sneak preview of their uh, kit for their 125th anniversary season next season. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, I've had a Ooh. sneak preview of the designs for that. So start that saving, be... Abby. Start saving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get that kit uh, added to the wall behind you. Uh, Fantastic. So, yeah, that's one to look out for for next year. Which remind talking of sorry talking of kits that we that we weren't. I've just remembered Thatcham Towns. Um, centenary kits look like they're coming out um, shortly and uh, we should have one to give away oh fantastic that's exciting can you give it away to me (laughs) 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 I think probably not we probably should do something slightly more um, you know above board with that one yeah Uh, but yes um, if you have any ideas about who has the uh, uh best colour combinations in Berkshire, please get in touch. Uh, I don't know what you think, Abby. You're the kit expert probably amongst the three. Yeah, this is who, true. We should ask your, uh, who's your What's your favourite sort of colour combination, even if the you know your designs are... Uh, uh, you take the designs out of it. Who's, who's <laughs> the best co- colour combination? That's a big question. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly enjoy a yellow kit, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just made leaded. enemies with like half the half the county there. Yeah. Um I mean Hollyport's is very nice. Yeah, it's good. I like a blue kit. I'm a big fan of a blue kit. I like a green kit as well. So, you know, if anybody wants me to sample their kits, send them my way. Blue and um, green kits. Yeah. Abby, what did what did Steve Cab tell us about Woodley's kit the other day? <laughs> oh was it was uh, the it was the grey shorts? Yeah. And they represent the um, air force from from the from the old airfield that was around Woodley. Do they? It, it's a grey to do with the RAF or something, um, right. and it's also helpful because they can use it on their away kit because no one has grey shorts. <laughs> well, that is certainly true. Yeah, I've often wondered what uh, was behind Woodley's kit. It does I very little... I very much stand to be corrected on that, um, <laughs> but that's what Steve yeah, that Gab. about right. Yeah, that's what Steve Gab told me. And, well, as long as I'm... you're throwing him under the bus, yeah. <laughs> <rather> than, <you> know, <laughs> anything else. 
<laughs> Very good. Well, before we've had anything else on the oh, actually, we didn't really cover the rest of uh, the combined counties, did we? We did one game. Yeah, talked about Hollyport, uh, but uh, it wasn't the best set of results for uh, our teams in the um, in the the Premier League. Or oh, I suppose Reading got a three 0 win. Uh, they were away at Burnham, so uh, good to see them sort of uh, uh, pushing on up uh, from the, at the table. Uh, but Ascot were defeated 2-0 at home by Spellthorne Sports. Uh, Abbey Rangers uh, beat Windsor 2-1. Um, and uh, we then had uh, Tadley drawing one all with Edgware Town. But uh, in a in a derby of between two sort of inverted or one Berkshire side and one in inverted commas Berkshire side uh, Woking and Embrook won 3-1 at Virginia Water so uh, a good result for Wokingham lifts them slightly above um, the other relegation candidates there and good to see them pushing on up uh, any thoughts on the Premier League there? Um, I did have some and it's completely gone from my from my head but it, yeah it's good to see it good to see Wokenham and Embrook pick up the pick up the win there um I think that I believe they've got a couple of players incoming um so my Ooh. sources tell me um but also uh Reading City smashing result it is a struggle it has been a struggle for our size and I did we've got Jamel Johnson on the interview podcast this week and I did say to him um it seems like it's been a bit harder than all of us expected. Um, and he, but what he did say that, you know, the London sides are strong and they play, they do play, play good football. So listen out for, for Jamel's take on things. Uh, that'll be out on Friday. Brilliant. Well, that's certainly one that to look forward to on, uh, on the, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and just to round everything off, we'll have a look at the uh, combined counties division one where Eversley in California beat Langley two nil to push them up to uh, fifth position, well, it's fourth position, but they were overtaken last night. Um, uh, then uh, Wallingford beats Aldermaston 5-2. Uh, Barks County only just lost out to the top of the table, London Lions, 2-1 defeat there. Woodley got a 2-1 uh, away win at British Airways. Uh, Sandhurst went down 1-0 to London Samurai Rovers, and Charvy Sports also lost 3-2 away at Cove. And I saw a cracking game last night uh, in the Barks and Bucks Senior Cup between Sandhurst and Reading City. We mentioned them there. Uh, Sandhurst eventually winning 5-3 and uh, got to see um, Jao Jardim. I, uh, I know he's scoring a lot of goals for uh, Sandhurst. And the first time I, uh, I think the first time I've seen him play, I might have seen him a couple of times over the last season, perhaps. But uh, yeah, he picked up two goals last night. Uh, to extend his reputation, but he could have probably had a couple more. There were um, Sanders looked pretty good, especially in the first half. They were attacking with a lot of pace and really keen to get numbers forward and uh, looked really handy. And one other thing I'd say. Oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 you carry on. I'm just going to find what I was, uh, was okay. going to reply. But one other thing I'd say about that, uh, my visit was it was my first time to the uh, brand new Bottom Meadow uh, since they've had the refurbishment done there. And it does look very smart. Uh, they've, uh, they've, um, yeah, got a few uh, the stands there with the uh, sort of uh, European style standing is uh, interesting and the, the improvements made to the bar area as well. So you can sit in the bar and uh, with a glass frontage and uh, watch the game from there. And yeah, lots of space enclosed and bigger plans to come, I believe, as well. One slight criticism, I'd say, is that they're, uh, uh, the whole ground is black and white. And uh, with both teams playing in, in, you know, both Sanders and Bracknell playing in black, white and red, predominantly red, a few splashes of colour around the ground wouldn't go amiss because, you know, it just sort of everything was black and white in the yeah. evening game. It sort of all seemed a bit dark and dingy. So, you know, a little sprinkle of colour and that get, uh, ground yeah. gets, you know, the two thumbs up from me. Um, Rob, Rob, the interior designer there. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Rob, one of my one of my pet hates, and I might be reading a little bit too much into this. Oh. One of my pet hates in in football is is people complaining against about certain types of football. And there's a chap oh, yeah. called uh, Gareth Price who replied to one of your tweets last night from the game well deserved played some fantastic stuff and scored great scored some great goals defended well against all the long balls and long throw-ins really <laughs> like and and now gareth may come back and 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 say whatever but he, to me that sounds like he's not he's he's saying that long balls and long throw-ins aren't really something that should be happening in in football that's what it sounds like to me yeah. i might be i you know I, 
were there long balls? Was yeah. it? You know, there certainly that, was long throw-ins. There was a uh, uh, Reading City didn't throw-ins. put um, uh, team sheet out, but their their fullback, the number two, has a hell of an arm on him. And in fact, the first goal that uh, Reading scored was a long throw-in <laughs> that bounced in the box and uh, was then headed in, <laughs> like when it reached basically the back post, and the uh, the fullback came and headed it in. Um, but yeah, it was a real weapon that the Sandhurst were struggling to deal with. Mm. So I, I have no issues with the long throw-ins and. Uh, uh, yeah, Reading um, in the first half, like I said, Sanders put uh, Reading under some real pressure. But Reading came uh, roaring back in the second half, although Sanders did hit them on the break a couple of times mm. and looked very composed going forward. Uh, yeah, it it was a really good game, really uh, entertaining. And uh, I'd very much uh, advise people to go down and watch either of these sides because it looks like they've got goals in them. But, you know, maybe can be uh, susceptible to giving a few away as well. So, yeah. Well worth a watch and well worth the uh, the entrance fee, that one. Tom, that needs to be the next FIB knowledge. Who's got the longest throw in Berkshire? Chris Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few people who could give, us, give him a yeah. money, I think. Is he the guy who used to throw the ball over his house with his brother as a He's, kid? That's the very same, yes. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. I, I'm going to firmly put an allegedly on that. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of long throws, but I think his is the uh, is the is the one that I'd uh, I'd suggest is the longest I've seen so far, and quite a weapon as well. <laughs> the throw that is not the play. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, shuffle on and move on to uh, next weekend's fixtures. Abby, it's women's football weekend! Hooray! It is indeed. Finally, but every weekend's women's football weekend. Finally, yeah, they've absolutely. got a weekend to play yeah. some football. Yeah, you'll be ever allowed so to play. Ever so good. Ever so good for us all to step aside and. Yeah. Sorry, that's not fair. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I As everybody fine. knows, we are incredibly pro women's football, <clears> and um, absolutely. Also, I'll give you the credit. I did have my own, I don't really understand the point of it now, moan about it last night, didn't I? You did. Actually, I'll just, I'll like, let me say that again, because it's not that I don't understand the point of it, but just, I think they need to market it differently now, because now that we've got this fantastic deal with, for the WSL with Sky and BBC, figures, figures, sorry, figures get stacked. So it's interesting and slightly strange that we have a women's football weekend now because the idea before was that it was to kind of showcase women's football because it's international break. Um, But nonetheless, it's still important that we kind of focus on women's football and give it the praise it deserves. Um, So at Football in Berkshire, we're going to take the opportunity to say, go and watch some local football, go and like, as as I do every weekend anyway, and give you the roundup of all the good games to go to. Um, yeah, just giving, I think it should be used to showcase lower down the tiers, as you mentioned last night, Rob. Um, so lots to go and see. Yes. And there's lots of good content as well. This is my chance to plug the Football in Berkshire women's account, go and have a look at some, um, content that I produce on there. So today, um, as it's Women's Football Wednesday, uh, there is a smorgasbord. I just need. I just wanted the chance to use the word smorgasbord because it's such a good <laughs> word. And I've been praised on it this morning by another account, so I'm all over it. But yes, Brilliant. I scroll back through lots of accounts to see what goals have been scored so far this season, and there are some absolute crackers. So I would recommend you head over to the Women's Football in Berkshire account to go and have a look at some of those. There's some yeah, some screamers in there, definitely. Fantastic. Well, if we are uh, promoting women's football for this weekend in particular, as we do every weekend, but uh, uh, this weekend in particular, which games would you uh, highlight? I mean, off the top of the head, there's uh, one in particular that might stand out uh, um, amongst the others, but I'll, uh, you know, let you go through them. Yes, indeed. And I myself will be there. Uh, Ascot are in the FA Cup. And they are in the first round proper. And I think I said this last week as well. I'm pretty certain it's the furthest they've got in the competition Mm -hmm. in their kind of club history. So, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, massive. And it's against Chichester and Selzy, who are in the Southern Premier Division of the National League. So it's a big game for them. 
it's going to be a challenge, but actually I think the run that they've had in the cup means that they're going to give it a good go. And the other thing is as well, is that Chichester and Chelsea aren't having a particularly great league run themselves. Mm. They've only, I think one, one drawn one lost eight. So I think they're 11th in the cup in the um, league currently. So, I would love to see a cup set, as uh, Phil Annett's mentioned in the <laughs> FA Cup chat <laughs> with yeah. you. I would, yeah, I'd love a cup set. Actually, I mean, is it? It's bigger than a cup set, isn't it? Because they're two, they're like three divisions. I think they're three them. tiers apart. Yeah, from what yeah, I so saw not the tiers, divisions. Um, <laughs> I, but I do feel, I do feel like a so a, a giant killing, which I believe you're referring to. Yes. Um, for me, the definition of that actually is more to do with the fame of the club as well. Yeah. I, don't think yeah. it's, I don't think it's enough for them to just be an, an amount of divisions above. I think, you know, th- there's a there's a there's an element of this club is a bit famous or has a significant uh, maybe fame or significant fan base. Yeah. Okay. In that case, it's not a giant killing. It's just it's a still, a, still a cup set. It's still a cup set. I think, <laughs> I, think cup set. It, I think cup set covers a majority of things. A, a giant killing is a is a national league side beating a premier league side that that's a that's a giant killing for me or 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 ask united beating manchester city in the fa cup that's that's a that's a giant killing. possible this season with city's injuries right now so who well, knows <laughs> yeah i mean you know i'm sure they've got one or two good players coming but uh still in my <laughs> fingers crossed uh, any other games that you'd like to highlight as well? Yes, as absolutely. So um, the reserve side for Ascot, they are back in action. So they had their game postponed at the weekend. Um, I was going to go and see that as well. They were meant to play Hawley Ladies, but no, it got postponed. So they are back in action and ready to continue that unbeaten run, hopefully. I think it will be 22 if they win. I've lost count now. They're doing so well. Um, that's against Woking Ladies. And I think Woking are 10th out of 11th right now. So it's, they're not looking too Stop bad. Yeah, Ascot a second, so absolutely. Um, there's also the usual Berkshire sides in action in Division 3 South, so plenty to go and see there. I think I've, a lot of Berkshire clubs are away this weekend, actually. Um, so there's not quite as many games to see locally, but still, I mean, it's worth the travel, seeing as it's international break. What else are you doing on a Sunday? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, as I said, the development division is very um, competitive in terms of our Berkshire sides. So Shinfield, Thatcham and Raysbury are all in action, and they are actually all at home, so they're not too far to travel and uh, Baltimore and Tilehurst are also in action in division one of the Thames Valley uh Cavisham have got a week off which I'm sure they're probably going to be thankful for considering they've been so busy with cups and league fixtures and West Ham Reading is happening as well but obviously that's a, tra- a bit of traveling involved there but yeah um hopefully another another win for Reading there we shall see we shall see lovely so you're going to Ascot and that's on Sunday just to clarify 2 p.m at the race course that's the big one so if you can get to a game on a sunday we advise ascot but uh obviously abby's giving <laughs> you the lowdown on anywhere else that uh, you may want to go as well lovely job all right um in the men's game uh probably the highlight of the weekend's fixtures coming up would be the fa trophy uh we have two berkshire sides still in the competition it's at its first round stage and uh, Bracknell and Binfield are both going to be playing and are both at home. Mm. Bracknell face Tiverton Town, which uh, who are from the uh, tier above. They're from the Southern League, uh, Southern uh, Southern League Premier Division South. Uh, let me get that right. Yeah, I don't blame you for getting that wrong, Rob. It's, yeah, okay. The the it's very much in the in the same realm as the Thames Valley Premier League Premier Division. Yeah, sort so, of uh, nonsense. They, uh, they are uh, from the tier above Bracknell. So Bracknell getting past step three opposition in Chesham in the previous round, face step three opposition again in this round. And Binfield, their first ever um, campaign in the FA Trophy, the first time they've ever been in the competition, they will be at home to Chichester, um, who are the side who defeated Thatcham in the last round. We've not uh, been Cinderford. Cinderford, sorry, who are also the side that beat, it, that beat Thatcham in the last round. <laughs> Still so, correct, yes. Still correct, yes. <laughs> sorry, Rob. Seen wrong, not the campaign. No, correct me when I get it wrong, please do. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, that's the game I'll be at. See, uh, Binfield's first uh, ever uh, first round tie at the FA Trophy. Uh, how do we feel about uh, those games in terms of uh, the 
chances for our Berkshire sides. I've, I've got to say, Binfield have got to be looking at that and going second round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no no disrespect to Cinderford, um, but they are 17th in their division um, with 10 points from 12 games. Yeah. Obviously, league form counts for nothing, but Binfield on the roll they're on, you've got to be thinking. And Bratnell's is obviously much, much tougher. But yeah. again, I don't, you know... There's no reason Bratnell can't beat anyone. They showed last se- uh, last season in their FA Trophy run. You know they they picked up a couple of scalps on the way. So there's no reason. There's no there's there's zero reason why either of those sides won't be in the second round draw next week. Yeah, absolutely. They're looking. Uh, they've both got a very good chance, especially being at home. Obviously, the games are decided on the day. So Eddie uh, draws at full time, goes straight to penalties. And uh, yes, if you fancy listening to. Um, the uh, Binfield game you can hear it on Live Sports FM, and I will be doing co commentary again on uh, that channel so that we can. Uh, so, any Binfield fans who are not in the area and can't make it down to Hill Farm Lane, you can pick up the commentary, live commentary of the game on Live Sports FM. So, get on there if you can't get down. Um, any other, sorry. Nothing, just being <laughs> stupid. Any other uh, highlights from the weekend's uh, fixtures that you want to pull out? Uh, both Hungerford and Slough, we mentioned them earlier, are playing uh, opposition higher up in the division. So top of the table clash for Hungerford as they are at home to Ebbsfleet and uh, Slough host Dorking Wanderers, who are also in the promotion picture. So some big games there. Uh, any other sort of high-level games you want to have a look at and uh, highlight before we shoot off with the men's side, Tom? Um, Sandhurst are at home on Friday night. So it's yes. Friday night football so for anyone. Horrible. Are they? Oh, are they? Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Ah, fantastic. Yes. Um, ah, so currently on the Combined Counties website, Hollyport are listed as playing on Saturday. But yes, I recall you saying that they were they were playing on Friday night um oh I, I just the the Wokingham Windsor is the one that um flies at me that that would be a very interesting game um Wokingham obviously on the up Windsor um with the ability to cause problems so that will be very interesting to see who comes out on top in that one yeah I think uh, yeah there's a yeah a few games then Hollyport home to Burnham who are also, uh, like we say, it's a Friday night game, but yeah. uh, struggling a little bit in the league themselves. So a, a big game for Hollyport there. It's that's that's huge for Hollyport. I think points there would would go a long way to um, to 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 setting them on a on a little bit of a run, perhaps. Yeah, I, th- I think if I was to choose a game, I'd probably choose Wokingham v Windsor this weekend. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's with the two Berkshire clubs there. That's certainly yeah. uh, one to look at. And uh, ask, uh, just to mention as well for Ascot away at Hanworth Villa, who are uh, right at the top. I think they are top of the league, yes. So Ascot are away at um, league leaders. So, yeah, a big one for them as well. Um, and just skimming down to the uh, combined counties, Division 1, we have Eversley in California uh, against uh, Woodley this weekend. So two of our clubs facing off against each other. Um and as we mentioned, Sandhurst Town at home to Hillingdon Borough on the Friday night. So Friday night football for you there. Um, and uh, Wallingford uh, home to Hayes, looking to keep pushing on because uh, they are right up in the promotion picture at the moment. Still undefeated and in third place currently with games in hand over the teams above them. So lots of uh, good football to watch. And if you want to get down this weekend, you can see Friday night football, Saturday football and Sunday football. All big games uh, for you to cover or for you to view every day of the weekend. Can I just also flag um, fans of, of um, competitions going up against each other? Um, the Barks and Bucks, I can't remember which level of the, count, of the County Cup it is, but pitches Thames Valley Premier League sides against East Barks League sides this weekend. Um, Slough Heating Laurentians, arguably my favourite team name in uh Berkshire are playing um Mortimer. Uh Sing Saba Slough are playing Maidenhead Town, uh which which is which looks exciting. Wargrave and Frilsham and Yattenden. Um that that looks decent as well. Uh and you've also got Old Windsor against FC Iman Lions. Uh, and then there's a few others. Cholsey United, is that Cholsey up near Wallingford? Yes. 
it is. Yeah. That, they're playing. They're they're at home to Reading YMCA. Fantastic. They, they play um, at Wallingford actually. So uh, oh, do they? Uh, oh, okay. Not not at the Wallingford uh, ground, uh, a recreation ground okay. in Wallingford. So yeah. ah, okay. So they, they yeah. If if you're a fan of um, competition clash, cross competition clashes, the Barks and Bucks County Cup delivers a number of those this weekend. Yeah, and uh, what? Uh, Date of the those fixtures on are they Sunday or Saturday? Uh, oh, no, they're sorry, they're Saturday fixtures, and I'd imagine they're two o'clock PM kickoffs. Yeah. yeah, but just check out the fixtures page on FIB uh, to get those. Absolutely. Okay. Anything else to add before we get out of here? I've got a couple of things. Ooh, um, another just shameless plug to follow Football in Berkshire women's account. So if you search for FIB underscore women, mainly because we're very close to a thousand followers Ooh. and I'm all about the analytics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also there's lots of good content coming this weekend for Women's Football Weekend. And also if you are a female player in Berkshire, please fill in my Why I Play survey. It's just a fun little feature that I'm doing about why people play football in the county, essentially. Um, also, there is... What's the other thing I was going to mention? Oh, yeah. Um, Megan Halfacree from Maidenhead United. Maidenhead United do not have a fixture this weekend, so she is doing the Windsor and Maidenhead Half Marathon. So there's a story on the website that you can find, and I've also tweeted it out from the, the account. Um, she's doing it for uh, SMA, which is muscular atrophy. Um, she's doing it on behalf of her brother, who she lost as a baby, and it's actually his twenty-first. It would have been his twenty-first birthday when she's running the marathon. So it would be very nice if you could go and give her some pennies and wish her some luck for the weekend. Very nice. Yeah, incredible uh, cause, and yeah, good to see that promoted on our sites there. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening again this weekend. If you enjoyed uh, the podcast, please give us a uh, a like. Uh, follow. You can follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, do you still do the Instagram, Abby? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So as we say, we got. I don't know. I'm too old for that stuff. But yeah. So we got the. You can follow us on the Twitter feeds uh, for both the men's and women's Twitter feed, our Instagram, or just go along to footballembarkshire.co.uk and uh, follow ev- all our content there. Just a quick reminder to everybody, uh, this week's interview podcast is Jamel Johnson, Red X, uh, sorry, not X, Reading, current Reading City, X of uh, Binfield, Thatcham, Hungerford ever so briefly, and uh, of course, Reading Town. Yep. Um, he's a man who's gone full circle in his footballing career. Um, and I think I also have a little bit of an exclusive on his future. So Ooh. look out for that. Certainly something to keep an eye out for in your um podcast feeds also it's a classic halfway through i have to go and answer the door so okay well lovely do you want to say goodbye now then yeah bye bye so yeah what a way to end so tom's out uh oh, goodbye and i guess it's goodbye from abby as well see ya and goodbye from me see you next week <laughs> Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.